0: Hi guys, we are back. Long time, no see, no hear, no speak.
1: Did you miss us? We know you did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for sure. That's our fifth episode. We are pumped. Or we're trying to be pumped. We're actually very tired from <laughs> everything that has happened in the last days. But um, never miss a Thursday podcast episode. So, We've got yeah. a bumper
1: episode coming out for you. Is that even how it's done?
0: Here we are again, our first section of this episode, and probably the most favorite one because you get all the updates, what has been going on in our lives. It's been a lot. Because I got high.
1: Because I got high.
0: As always, we start with our highs. And I think we actually had a lot of them in the last weeks, two weeks. Uh, did we already mention that in the last episode i think so but uh, maybe i just start i actually got my first shot
1: nice congrats <laughs> first jab.
0: yeah and it was a very nice experience Yeah. <laughs> getting a vaccination um super good vibes there i went to ice stadium ice uh, i've st- never been there yeah me neither yeah. i think it was the first time uh very very i mean Okay. I mean, it wasn't, now it's not a nice stadium. Now it's a, a vaccination center, but very well organized and very German efficient <laughs> actually got through there and super young people, super friendly, um, super funny. I don't know. I think that they all just all wanted to make jokes. I felt like a really good vibes, super fast as well. I think I was in and out in like 20 minutes and this included a 50 minutes, um, observation time. If I, if I was actually feeling good afterwards, um, yeah, felt very nice. Looked after. And I did have, so I I had Moderna and I heard afterwards that there is a thing called Moderna arm that you get, like, so you can get like a little rush on your arm. I'm not even sure if I told you, but, um, so my arm felt quite heavy and sore afterwards. I mean, probably the day after Mm -hmm. I was, I mean, I could barely lift it up to my shoulder. Um, But a part of that, I didn't feel anything much. And then I went uh, to the airport, which is uh, my second highlight, but I come to that in a second, and was talking to one of our regular listeners because she was on the same flight. Nice. And she got her second jab of Moderna. And we were talking about it. I'm like, yeah, apparently there is this rush you can get after the Moderna vaccination, but I don't have it. She's like, yeah, I don't have it either. And But we had, like, long sleeves, so we just lifted it up. And then we both had, like, this massive <laughs>
1: oh, yeah?
0: red rush on our arm. What, yeah, and we put
1: was... a picture of it on our Instagram? <laughs> no,
0: I didn't take a picture. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Okay, so... we'll have words after the show. You listen. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, and it was, it was hot. It was pumping. But I didn't even notice. But then I noticed that it actually, like, I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but. Was it, was
1: it swollen or just a rush?
0: Uh, I think for me it was a little bit swollen and for her it was it was more like a rush. So okay. it was just like rush. But for me it was actually, it looks a little bit swollen. I mean, I also have like a very tough, like, you know, my, my biceps. <laughs> Maybe it was my biceps. No, I think it was a little bit swollen. Yeah, crazy. But um, so far. I uh, handled it very well. My second one was on the twenty-second mm. of July, and then two weeks later, I'm all done.
1: Mm, mine's two weeks later, but it was close, close enough. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. It's cold.
0: And then we will have the remaining awesome summer with no tests and no, no. House still parties. need to take in. And house parties. Save the date. <laughs> <laughs> we don't tell you where. A special
1: uh, insider for our listeners is they get access to the house party.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah so what's your first high from the last two weeks
1: my first high was going on holiday like proper holiday yeah. as well not just like taking days off when you're still in berlin <laughs> yeah. and doing like
0: which was a uh, kind of holiday your chores, months, right? yeah.
1: like or whatever you just take an extra day but actually like, and it felt a bit like an adventure because we drove up to sweden so we had to drive to um the baltic coast a place called zasnets uh, and get the ferry um yeah. for a couple of hours across to sweden
0: Tell us about the funny experience on the ferry. It no,
1: <laughs> wasn't funny. So, like, this could actually be my low, to be honest. Okay, I'm going to swap the format, oh. honey. Okay, okay. okay. Like, I, I'm i not like somebody who gets seasick or travels a like Qatar, but like, I think I have a rational sense of fear. And I was actually just afraid. Like, the ferry was like going up and down really choppy waters. And a lot of um, Swedish people, I don't want to be a lot of people on the ferry who I think are Swedish, um, because alcohol in Sweden is really regulated. Now, we can talk about this later. Um. Mm-hmm. They come across to Germany in like a single day trip. They don't even leave the ferry port. You you drive over, there's a border shop in the ferry port, they buy the alcohol and get straight back on the ferry. And
0: where do they buy the alcohol?
1: Literally in the port ah, of okay. the in Germany, there's a border a massive alcohol shop um. called Border Shop. And they <laughs> oh, literally yeah. just get the ferry, get off, go into the border shop, and then loads. Someone the
0: makes way. a lot of money there.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, and they clearly um like to sample their alcohol before they bring it home <laughs> <laughs> because there were guys there like, that started open bottles of whiskey nice. literally four bottles of whiskey, is, like on the table, like, out, like drinking. And so, yeah, when you combine like, really rough waters, like lots yeah. of people who are there really drunk, it was quite dangerous. But I was a bit scared. But no, apart from that, there was only negative. Everything, How long was
0: the failure ride?
1: Two hours, 15 minutes.
0: Okay, In two minutes. Yeah. It was fine. Um, it probably took enough long time long. to get drunk, definitely.
1: Yeah. And, um, but yeah, Sweden itself. For my first time in Scandinavia, first time in Sweden, uh, it was beautiful. Yeah. The countryside was amazing. The it nature
0: there is stunning. Yeah. yeah.
1: It really reminded me like how much any time out of the city a little bit, mm, and yeah. just like I didn't normally. Mm. I'm always like listening to podcasts or um, reading the news or watching like mm. um, documentaries on YouTube, and here I just somehow had to disconnect from all of that. Yeah, I didn't even like I I looked at my podcast list when I got back. Obviously, this is my favorite podcast, but I did listen to other ones. And yes. um, and I had like the last seven episodes I just missed about all my stuff because I just didn't care. Like, you know, it was nice. And yeah, the dog was very happy. It was great. That was my Nice. High. And it, maybe a slightly foolish error was just taking one week. Should have taken longer.
0: Yeah, because it is a long ride to go there, right? I mean, ride and a ferry and another ride yeah. and a hotel steep over and then you arrived and while like you were staying in stockholm right or like close no, stockholm. yeah ah. the, 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 the,
1: um, the 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 house the house was here in stockholm like yeah hour north. yeah yeah
0: well uh, i saw pictures it looks absolutely beautiful it's an amazing house amazing view you did amazing food there as well from mm. what i've seen um yeah
1: what was your low last week or was it the was it the rash um
0: <laughs> no, my low. i can probably combine those two lows i think yeah because i i had a rough week before i had my second high <laughs> um it was very stressful so i um yeah so in the night from monday to tuesday I have no clue what happened, if it was a reaction to food or to, I don't know, stress or if I had just had like a, caught a very weird one day back, but I was throwing up <laughs> like crazy. I woke up in the middle of the night, like 3 a.m., 3.30, kind of thought it was a bit hangover because I was drinking tonight before Cheers to that. Are we actually drinking tea by now? Uh, right now, by <laughs> the way? I think it's the first time, the first episode we're doing sober. <laughs> um, FYI on the side. But yeah. And um, so I went to the toilet, felt a little bit weird. That went, like, tried to go back to sleep. And then, so weird, like, all I could think about was, like, food, but, like, very disgusting food for some reason. Like, oh, I don't know, man. but that was all I was thinking about. And then it made me even more, like, oh, sick gosh. in my stomach. And i'm like okay maybe i don't know maybe maybe i have to throw up who knows and i went to the toilet and i mean i'm usually like i'm not even i can't, I can't really put my fingers in my yeah, throat and throwing up but that was super easy i think i, I was barely touching my, my tongue and then it already came and i'm like oh my god yeah. uh yeah i think this is like very like tmi right now for like some and people but uh, laugh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> right and um, yeah, I went back to bed, try to fall back asleep. But then again, I had to go up and I know I don't even know how much I ate the night before, but it was like, just keep, keep kept coming um, and I don't know, but I forgot how exhausting it actually is to mm. <laughs> So my whole body was just uh, completely You're exhausted. By like, yeah, by like 9am in the morning, no, 7am in the morning where I like it kind of stopped and then I tried to do a little bit of work, but it was just impossible. So I did a little handover in the morning, tried to wrap up as much as possible, and then I don't know. I think I slept for like three hours. Woke mm. up, still felt absolutely terrible. Um, and then I was, I don't know, I was eating. I think I was eating yeah. some some um, oh, what do you call it? Like carrots, but if you don't bake bake them or like oh. uh, not not raw um, with like steam, uh, steamed, yeah, steamed carrots, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Did you, were you able to drink water as well
0: or? Yeah, but like very little. Um, I don't know. Because at some point also you just throw up not even food anymore, but just what's you know, yeah. what is in your stomach to digest all this food. And then my throat was hurting because of that. Oh, um. I don't know. Not cute. Not a nice day. And then I was a bit anxious because my vaccination was on Thursday. Anyway, I mean, you, sh- you shouldn't come there sick. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. that was Tuesday when I felt so horrible. Um, but by Wednesday I was kind of right ish again. And then yeah, Thursday I had my vaccination and I felt good about it. And so yeah, so that was my let's say first low. And coming into my second high, I went to Albania. It actually happened. I think we mentioned in the last podcast that there was uh, was like
1: a chance it might
0: happen. Yeah, that like all our life decisions (laughs) were depending on, on this one Monday. Um hence, I got a little bit drunk on Monday with um our other regular listener.
1: <laughs> one of many.
0: yeah, <laughs> which is like I was was probably also a very awesome day for her because she got her um, visa
1: permanent resonant, yeah, yeah,
0: like permanent residency like somehow, but not the actual res- like not the actual ID card, mm. but the um, the permit that you can yeah, travel yeah. and stuff, yeah. And that meant I could uh, book my flight as well to Albania on Monday. And I traveled on Saturday for five days. And as you said, it was amazing. It's so good to get out of Berlin. And that was the first time since last September when we went to Crete, um, actually being on the plane again. Yeah, just nice. And the weather was perfect. It was a perfect, um, they picked a perfect location for the birthday, lunch. It was so nice with all the people together. I think Evie, (laughs) Evie. That's true. Um, alter ultra ego. <laughs> Should call it on the podcast. And um, was very excited that everyone was there. Um, such good vibes, amazing food, like seafood. Oh my mm. god, to die for!
1: I saw some pictures. Yeah, that looked amazing. Like, yeah, prawns. I loved like, the big shrimp. Yeah, really nice.
0: yeah. Oh, so so good. They had like this. Um, she no, it's it's not called um, shivichi, but so basically sa- sashimi, but different kind of sashimi. <laughs> yeah. Like super good. And then, yeah, we spent basically four days at the beach and one day in Tirana to check it out.
1: Nice.
0: Watch the German game there. Watch German More losing about that against France. More <laughs> about that later.
1: Don't worry, this We haven't forgotten.
0: Uh, and, yeah, I felt I, I slept a lot, to be honest. I felt like how, exhausting I actually, uh, how exhausted I actually was. So I slept a lot at the beach, in the car, at uh, her parents' couch, <laughs> just everywhere. But I felt so good. I was so happy, and I was very content. Also, coming back felt good. Nice approval. You can go to Albania now. Okay, it's <laughs> Albania.
1: My um, low. It was a bit scary, actually. So um, we um, were meant to drive to Sweden on the Saturday. Uh, my partner's dog got super, super sick mm. on the like the Wednesday night. Uh, ate poison. We think it's poison. Obviously, we'll never know. In yeah. the park, uh, like was throwing up, was shaking in English you'd say convulsing like really like like in shock and then took it to the emergency vet and had to keep it at night and so my partner was obviously very sad and stressed it was it was really like it was really upsetting and worrying and like you know when you can't do anything either you feel powerless like yeah yeah the the vet said call us at 8 pm on the first night and check and we didn't know like no she's too sick she'll stay here Okay. Um, and then the next day, they said, "Call us. Uh, we'll call you after lunch or before mm-hmm. lunch." And they called us at eleven, saying you could pick it up. Okay. And Emma, Emma, well, she was bad that day. Mm. She was pissed off at us for leaving her, I guess. <laughs> no. <And, like>, super <laughs> upset with that. You know, to give them like fluids, they shave a bit of their paw. Yeah. And like put the thing in, mm. and she kept like licking that a bit, and we, were worried, and we had to like stop her. She didn't her. get
0: this uh, cone of shame.
1: <laughs> no. Well, you know what? It might have been useful because we had to like quite stop her quite a few times from licking mm. her like paw. Um, yeah, and it was just super scary. Um, if anyone has any um, suggestions for pet insurance, it's probably now a good time for us to take out some pet insurance because that's are uh, expensive. Yeah, it's
0: expensive. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, and Emma, Emma is wonderful, but maybe a bit clumsy. So we might need to, <laughs> she might need a bit more. But yeah, that was a low. It was a bit scary. And we even considered delaying our trip by a day because the ferry goes Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we could have gone and pushed it just to give up. But it was fine in the end. That was my low. Um,
0: um So I had my second high. Do you yeah. want to continue with the second high? Well, I
1: think my high is just the football. But we're, um. we're going to have a whole section because I've been waiting for this tournament for like I've had tickets for this tournament for over three years. And yeah. I usually can't go. So yeah. we'll 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 have wrap up the because I got high here. We'll have a whole section on football later. All
0: right. Well, we see you in the next section. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, regular listeners and new listeners and everyone else.
1: People who can't listen. <laughs> listeners, uh,
0: future, future listeners. Uh, yeah, this is our section. D is for Derby. Derby.
1: Okay, so let's. Well, I don't know where to start. Um, first, <laughs> Maybe
0: where, where this is would be. So gonna I mean start. start
1: with the word. So Derby is spelled D E R B Y, and Derby. Yeah, so
0: I, I pronounce it Derby, which a lot of people do.
1: <laughs> so in American English, you say Derby, um, and Derby also is like has become to mean like a race. So you'd say yep. like oh it's a True. it's a derby. That's why I would say Derby.
0: Yep. Yeah, uh,
1: and um, but in English, like in British English, we'd say Derby um I'm in mean a lot it's English <laughs> no tash. so most of the time when people ask me where I grew up in the UK I say nottingham mm-hmm. it's technically not true I oh, went to school in Nottingham yeah Derby is a town or It's a city maybe 12 miles so about 15 kilometers from Nottingham okay and I lived on the border in between Derby and Nottingham but my school was in Nottingham. So my postcode was a Derby postcode, you know, like a zip code. It was a, it was officially in Derby. And I probably spent an equal amount of time. Like if I had to go shopping, I'd probably go to Derby because it was quicker to get to the supermarket, or to like the post store than it would be to Nottingham. Um, Nottingham's very famous, but that's not what D is for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, D is for Derby. Derby has, I'd say, one major employer. And it, um, and it's kind of weird because it, it's it's a bit like in, if you know Germany, it's a bit like Wolfsburg.
0: I just want to say, is it like Wolfsburg?
1: <laughs> yeah, and so it's it's oh, Rolls is Royce. It? is okay. it Started in Derby, it's headquartered in Derby, and it
0: started in, in Derby. Yeah.
1: So so Frank That's Whittle, awesome. who was the engineer, who's yeah. yeah. Um, and honestly,
0: okay, I didn't even know it was an English car.
1: Yeah, but, and it's a huge employer in Derby. They they have like not just they have their own like infrastructure. They have buses to take people to the mm. um to the to the offices. Mm. They have their own sports teams. They have their own uh choir. You could join a Rolls Royce choir if you're an employee. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a really big employee in town. Most people know Rolls Royce for the car. It's not actually where they get most of their money from. They make engines for planes. Um, oh, so, like okay. a lot of uh, Boeing or Airbus planes use Rolls Royce mm. uh, engines in the propellers. Mm. Um, and so, I actually think that's what more, like where they make their. Yeah. The from. Um, so, yeah, it's a huge employer in the town. So, if you go to Derby, you'll notice a lot of people.
0: So, is it like a massive factory something, or is it like spread out throughout the city? It, like it's like a big campus outside where? the city. Okay.
1: Yeah. So most people would live in the city because yeah. it's nicer. Yeah. And then drive or get one of these buses. Or I think it's even a train. I, I don't know, mm. to be honest. Um, and when I was at school, we obviously did like a school trip to the yeah, sea on stuff stuff. <laughs> classic. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Derby like geographically. Okay. So if you imagine like, Henny's going to see my hands and no one else will, if you imagine like Britain is like a triangle, mm. right, and you have Ireland which is like another triangle to the side and London's in the southwest. Um, Derby is not in the south of England, it's not in the north of England, it's an area that is literally called the Midlands.
0: So Today's Midlands, right? Yeah. It's like a state in England. Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, it's like a
1: governing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Derby itself is a county, Derbyshire. Nottingham is a county, which is Nottinghamshire. you call it okay. Cool. okay. state counties. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, and the Midlands is quite a deprived part of the UK. Um, so typically, the south of the UK was always so the south of England was super rich because you have London, you have Cornwall, you have other big employers. And then in the nineties, the government went on a big drive to improve the north of the UK. Cities, that I imagine many of our listeners might have heard of, or been to, Liverpool, Manchester, you know, who are now like, incredibly like, successful cities because they have a lot of employment. They've like really modernised For example, the BBC moved from London to Manchester. And so they bought loads of jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. The Midlands has been forgotten about. And it's yeah. quite sad, like, especially going home now. It's
0: like the middle child. Exactly, Aww. yeah. No one pays attention
1: to it. Exactly. And going home now, it's kind of sad because even like, Stores or like streets where there used to be like businesses or markets—they've all closed down a yeah. little bit—and because this like um, I don't know what you call it, like talent flight. Like you know, like when when you have like smart people, they don't stick around. I'm not saying I'm smart. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I mean, yeah, like if you want to get a job, you wouldn't stay there. Yeah, you move to London, you yeah. move to Manchester, yeah. and so that means the economy doesn't have as many people who are earning a lot to like contribute mm-hmm. back into it. And so even if you went to a good university, you wouldn't come back.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. I mean, it sounds like the same as my town. I mean, your town sounds a bit bigger, <laughs> 200,000. My one is literally, I think it was, it used to be like 10,000 an And now I think they're barely 4,000 living mm. because everyone just moves away. They close like schools and stuff yeah, because exactly. everyone moves away. Yeah. Sad. But okay. So what would you recommend seeing? Well, when... oh, no, this is
1: great. I can do this. So um, the other Good. big industry Derby used to have was textiles. Um, was it? Textiles, so like making clothes or clothing oh, or okay. fabrics. Mm. Um, so there's a really beautiful Derby silk mill. There's one that are the world expert in like silk weaving. And you have preserved like all the old machines. It's really interesting. If you like old machines, which is kind of my thing, you can see that. Derby Cathedral is very famous. I don't know why, but it's a very big, beautiful cathedral. Um, the nicest part of Derby, if you were visiting, if you had three hours in Derby, which is probably the amount of time I would spend there, uh, <laughs> walk around Sadler Gate which is the area around the cathedral it's really beautiful it's got quite a nice bars so when I was stuck there for Christmas I, co- I did like co-working in one of these hipster cafes there
0: oh okay mm-hmm. which is nice like there's
1: one you know like, and, it, and did that and um but the best thing about Derby isn't Derby the city it's Derby Shire so the actual county has huge really nice nature reserves um hiking trails cycling is big there mm. so within like I'd say 10, 15 minutes of my home drive, you could be like made in nature. Yeah. And so that was really nice. And okay. growing up as a child, my mum would always like on a Sunday, we'd drive out to like a beautiful country house and like look at the history, but then also go for nice walks or go to like um, reservoirs and like, you know, do stuff there. Yeah. And so, so you
0: definitely enjoyed growing up there then, or ra- rather there than like, let's say in London, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it, it depends what you want, you know, like, and yeah. Um, but that is one big thing. And people are always amazed. Like, if you if you visit in Derby, we'd drive, like, honestly, like, no time at all. And it's really rolling fields, cows, mooing, like, all this, mm. like, beautiful British countryside. It is really nice. Yeah. Um, the most famous park or house near there is called Chatsworth House. Um, if people, when you, like, watch, like, you know, you watch these, like, British films, like, um, what's the thing on, like, Danton Abbey? Or you watch Downton Abbey or Pride and Prejudice. Like, you know, you see all these yeah. old country houses. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. always filmed with this one. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So it is like, it looks like the one you're imagining right now. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah, and yeah. it's still beautiful to go around, which is nice. But yeah.
0: That's amazing. Well, thanks for sharing your childhood memories yeah. with us.
1: <laughs> DS for Derby. <laughs> As you know, we love to hear from our listeners, and there's several ways you can get in touch with us, but the best way is to email us on hello at boardberliners.com. This week, we have a super interesting mail coming up.
0: Guys, I love your podcast. I listen to every episode, and I wait for it all week.
1: I love it. Please continue. Well, it's our favorite part of the show, and the hint is in the name, your next favorite. Um, as we speak to you from the end of June 2021 in Berlin, future listeners, two things have coincided basically at the same time. One is a real nice uptick in the weather. Some might say too hot. When I got back from Sweden, <laughs> it was like 34 degrees, it was uncomfortable. But,
0: but don't worry, we're back to 20 degrees in rain. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it's still, it's still much nicer than it was even like a month ago, right? Yeah. Um, it's a really nice weather and some good like long evenings and then also, um the restrictions that we've lived with basically since November last year, it feels very quickly have just come on down. Yeah, undone. yeah. Like,
0: super But quick. I mean also incident dropped very quickly yeah. and the numbers in Berlin dropped very quickly or like Germany-wide. So yeah, we're allowed to have fun again.
1: And so very common in Berlin if you visit is to spend your summer evenings outdoors drinking. And there's many ways of doing this. There's um, what people call a beer which is basically when you grab a beer from an off-license like a store and you walk. Uh, Henny and I did that on Monday to a beer garden. <laughs> <laughs> then there's um, sitting outside a Spreti. Spretis are these night shops and sometimes they put benches out and you can get a, get a beer for like one euro, one euro fifty and sit outside. But then the third area is like more like uh, organized places to have a drink. And that's what we're talking about. There. So your next favorite?
0: Place to enjoy beer. Nice. In Berlin. <laughs> And more specifically, probably in free design because I didn't travel much further in the last nine months. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, I mean, the obvious choice is... We we, we talk about a specific place, but just to give you um, a few of my favorite places to enjoy a beer is... um, the place next door, because it's also very easy to access from my places. <laughs> you the can beer see garden it next in the door. window. <laughs> yeah, literally, you can hear it. You can see it. You can probably sometimes smell it. <laughs> um, it's James June's summer garden. Yep. Now it's a summer garden. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very nice. It's very big. It's actually only outside as far as I know. And they have lots of um, beer benches. They actually have a few setups where you have like cool little beds as well. Um, they have now big screens up there for the Euro cup. They have, um, a bar where you have like self-service, you can get like all kind of drinks there. It's a bit on a pricier scale, I would say, but, uh, I mean, it's a big place and it's, a, yeah, probably expensive to, to stay there as well. So the prices are probably, um, justified. <laughs>
1: I mean, do you, I'd say good to decent food as well.
0: Yeah. The food is very nice. That's true. And very nice um people work there. Good vibes, good vibes only. Nice. Yeah, very cool place. Then going further into into the Keats. Uh, unfortunately, this place shut down at uh, yeah, like in COVID. Uh, there was the castle, which was amazing, and was, like such a good location that was our our local to go. It Girlie was Kisins. like
1: exactly in between. Our yeah. it's, <laughs> it's on the corner of Frankfurt. Tour, Frankfurt yeah.
0: Kisins. And they're gonna refurbish it or re um how do you say yeah renovate yeah renovate into a brew yeah i think into a dog location
1: although I, I i go past it all the time it doesn't seem to be yeah any i mean no, nothing
0: happens there but the science yeah <laughs> they put like
1: the paper side of the door we're, just, hiring, we're hiring we're yeah. hiring you're like
0: okay cool can you can you do that now <laughs> um and yeah and then also i mean what i also like is just actually picking up beers and i'm sitting in a park sitting in a park and um, actually Boxy is quite nice. Yeah. Sometimes we fall and sometimes like fall with not very nice people. <laughs> um, but it's, it's cool. You get like all the hustle bustle from, from Boxy around. And I mean, obviously it's cheaper to just grab a beer from Späti and then <clears throat> I excuse my voice <laughs> uh, and yeah just sit there and chat, relax, it's very sunny. It's, you can grab food as well because you have like all those food places nearby. Um, love it.
1: But there's one place that we've been to and we had a really good time, and then we been back. I'd say like two, three times since.
0: Yeah, but I even m- picked up um like. Got take a away few times, beers, like got takeaway Yeah, yeah takeaway beers. Tell us about that place. Um, it is on oh my god, it's on Boxanger Straße. I think so. Is yeah, it? yeah. Um, and yeah. it's called Protocol. It's a brewery like a yeah. um
1: microbrewery. Yeah,
0: microbrewery. Bit of a hipster player place so uh yeah. fancy but I need to say they do have the best I mean the best beer okay can't say the best beer but I was um as as, as not like a regular beer drinker <laughs> because I'm more more like a wine girl I love their milkshake IPA mm. and it's a big recommendation to get that if you like the how would you even describe it it's it's not it's not super creamy. sweet it's just yeah very creamy exactly it's not bitter it's I don't know, it just goes down very well. For me, it smells a bit of very mango well. as
1: well. There's always a bit of mango. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. It
0: actually smells like milkshake, right? Yeah. It's, it's it's a smell for me. It's I think it's a dark beer, is it? Is it darker-ish beer? I mean, it's definitely yeah. not like a... And it's not as fizzy. Guess, it's or, smooth. Yeah. Super, super nice. Um, love it there. It's also a bit of a pricier one, but it is also a a brewery, right? Yeah. So they brew it like on the spot there. It's not
1: like Sternies, right? Like that. Yeah. Nice beers.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and I mean, now I haven't actually seen it, but last summer they had also those um, beer benches out there. You can sit there, you can just walk. They have and a DJ sometimes In the evening. Yeah, I think they have like events and we want to be invited to one of those events <laughs> because people have told me there are uh, influencer events. <laughs> I feel like we are big influencers for our um, regularness. listeners. <laughs> and, and maybe now we inspired even more people to go there and have them to check IPA.
1: But if you disagree, if you know a super cool spot in Berlin to have a beer, enjoy the sunshine, take in the vibes, tell us. Write to us, email us, tweet yeah. us. Because I think Henny and I, at least I don't want to speak for you, but we're super focused on Friedrichshain, a little bit in mm-hmm. Kreuzberg, and maybe a little bit in Mitter from work, like from Delivery Hero. Yeah. I don't know anywhere, like in Wedding or Moby or Schalzenberg, you know, even like Bergman Keith. I don't know. yeah I don't know. exactly
0: exactly yeah and now also this upper spritz is coming out again like everywhere so um i, I mean first i see people walking around with upper spritz but then it has like all those places now just offering upper spritz. um this is also cute but yeah it's also like only in free design i know places i would go to yeah but yeah it's nice actually now that the sun is out comes out we can go <laughs> somewhere else as well so yeah let us know hello at boardberliners.com Alright guys, we're back at the already last section of our podcast. I know. don't know.
1: But we promise you listeners, we won't let you down again. We'll be back next week, don't worry.
0: This week for real. Yeah. <laughs> but I think um Muforda is very excited now for this last um section because this never have I ever is related to
1: to the football. <laughs> it's it's no secret to anyone who's listening that I love football. I love watching football. I love listening, I like reading about football. I love it totally. And uh, obviously every two years, there's a major tournament. COVID got in the way last year. <laughs> so um, I'm going to call it the EM. Um, anyone in England would not know what that means because we call it the Euros, but I'll just call it the EM because it's so it's clearer. And right now we are, I would say like halfway through probably in terms of games. Yeah. EM 2020. It's still called EM 2020, even though it's 2021, because they printed off all the Merchandise and balls and everything. So they chose not to change games. Yeah, their
0: names. 2020 is just sound better. Yeah. I actually won the other any games on tonight? No, like, Saturday's tonight? the next
1: game. It's two days' break.
0: Okay. Yeah, but actually. then Saturday is the round of 16 on yeah. the Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So we must be halfway through, I think. yeah.
1: And for me, like the Euro Cup, the EM, and the World Cup are the pinnacle of football for so many different reasons. Like, one, it's, you know, the national teams competing against you so you expect the, to be the best players. But also like it really represents for me about what I love about football. And th- the, the, one of the things I love about football is it's it's almost like a universal language. If you're in a country where you don't speak the language, you don't know anyone, you can probably go to a bar and say David Beckham or Cristiano Ronaldo and you'll find like a couple of people to bond with. Yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. I mean, I feel like sport in general just you know unites people. But yeah. I feel like soccer is played in almost every exactly. country, right? Yeah. Where like for example, rugby is very you know like British Commonwealth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah,
1: and, and and like there has been loads of times. I remember when I was eighteen, I went to Sicily and I, we stayed on the west coast of Sicily, and nothing was open, and we found one wine bar. And it was open and we went in there and the guy didn't speak a word of English and my Italian like was terrible. And we somehow managed to have like three hours of conversation drinking wine, talking about football.
0: Do you think it was a football or was it wine?
1: Probably it both. But he was like, it was just so nice to like be able to connect over these things. And so yeah. the Euro Cup, the EM, and the World Cup, they are like everyone is enjoying the same culture, which is football but then competing with a nationality. And I really like that balance.
0: I feel like, I mean, even for me, and I never watch football. Like, honestly, never. But I do watch the Euro Cup and the World Cup, and with all my heart. (laughs) Oh, we found that out last night. (laughs) Don't
1: worry. (laughs) I'm getting
0: so super excited about it. I don't know why, but I feel like because everyone is so into it. And everyone is so, you know, is so excited with each other, and is so friendly, and I mean, not always, you know, but... I don't know, I think it's just a really good vibe in the city and and for those two or three weeks. Yeah. Two, three weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I love to watch it. I love to watch it with like people are also into it. Exactly. And
1: now imagine that vibe, honey. but imagine being in a city that's actually hosting it. Yeah. And that's my never have I ever, which is never have I ever gone to a tournament. Which you have. Which I have. So (laughs) I was very lucky. yeah, I was very lucky to have tickets for Euro 2016, 2018, 2018, three years ago. Ah, okay,
0: no, so that no, was the World Cup. 2016, no, Euros. the it was Euro Cup. 2016.
1: Yeah. Right. Um, this was hosted in France. I had tickets to the south of France in Nice, um, which is beautiful in the summer, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're right on the like coast. Uh, we got, so I went with my best friend, Freddie. He, he loves football too. He's mad about it. He's a Liverpool fan and we got there and i remember the first night and england weren't playing for a few nights we got there like three four days early and we just thought okay let's just watch the whatever games on in a bar because you know we don't have tickets and it was like being it's like if you've ever been to a festival imagine like a festival happening in a city where everyone's listening to the same band like but the the band being football like so you'd go from bar to bar and everyone's talking about football everyone's wearing jerseys their own countries right because yeah because there's there's usually like two or three different games happening in a weekend from so it's about six countries and all their fans arrive early and they all hold it like face paint and their shirts and their scarves and they like, said so the first night we went to a bar and the Irish were playing and they're like Irish people you know like, friendliest like funniest great singers and then we were just like they welcomed us like we're family and then like, yeah. we like started singing their songs having beer competitions with them and we're like just thinking like what is this like how like normally like in bars it's very hard to, like make new friends go with a new group of people you know you wouldn't just like go up to a group of like five random people and start joining their night yeah and here it not was, anymore <laughs> oh even pre-covid <laughs> right like people can be tend to be a little bit private and yeah and it was just so easy to like connect and then so we spent our days like being by the beach eating great food in the south of france going on hikes and then as soon as the football came on we'd find a nice bar meet a random bunch of people i remember meeting loads of swedish people mm. and just like they, like, face painted my face yellow. They started singing Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah. It was great.
0: Was it, like, a specific nation- nationality um, you you found were there the most? Or what? That was a very complicated oh. question. But so are there, like, a lot of, like, I'd say, like, English fans, like, going to travel for, like, tournaments? Or was it... I don't know, like, I mean, obviously, lots of French people because it wasn't French. Yeah. But, you know, I'd say the
1: Swedish in in that city at that time, the Swedish were the most present and visible. And the best thing about the Swedish, like, and this is going to sound weird because right now, Sweden have qualified for the final 16. They're Mm. doing well, but their expectations are always very low. Okay. So they're like super, super grateful. So with Germany, with England, Mm. you kind of have like a pressure. Yeah. You know, like, and so the Swedish fans were just super happy to be there. And, so any time Sweden scored a goal, like celebrate like, was the only goal they ever scored, yeah. and so they were so positive and upbeat and welcoming, and like I really liked their vibe. And so yeah, that, I'd say they were the ones we hung out with the most.
0: Okay, cool.
1: And, it was good. and then then so the game we had to get one of the games we had tickets for was Belgium versus Sweden, oh, um, mm-hmm. which was great. I, the, one down. Sweden,
0: Sweden <laughs> won. Sweden lost. It was one one,
1: I think. Okay, it was fine. The stadium in Nice was miles away. It was like a brand new stadium, beautiful. Mm-hmm. But they haven't built the infrastructure between the stadium and the city. Oh, so you have to get like a bus out there rather than a train. Or but apart from that, uh, and I'm really sad because I, I had tickets to Euro 2020 when it was last mm-hmm. year in Rome. It was quarterfinal. Uh, obviously, oh
0: my God, that would have been amazing. Quarterfinals. Exactly.
1: They um, delayed the tournament a year and they've also made the rule that only people who are registered in that country can attend. Yeah. Um, so we had to give our tickets back, and my friends did because none of us are living in Italy at the moment
0: but only pe- oh really
1: to stop traveling because
0: no but 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 how does i don't know hungarian friends come to germany no? There shouldn't
1: be any there people and there would have to be people who lived in germany already hungarians oh like, really yeah i mean obviously you could break this because european travel is still allowed and if you get tickets mm. but the rules were you're meant to be just local fans and say
0: oh ah, okay okay
1: yeah and i honestly encourage everyone if you like even if you don't like football, if you just like festivals and you really be like, mm. like being in a positive vibe with loads of people, go to a, go to a Euro tournament or go to a, a World Cup. It would be even the next level because then you have like you have people who travel from like Chile mm-hmm. and they, they fly like, I don't know, thousand miles like just to see one game and they're probably gonna lose and they know. Yeah, that, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's this well, you do
0: it. You do it for the experience,
1: exactly. And usually you do it with mates. So it's like the adventure is part of it. It's not really about the game. Yeah. Like 90 minutes you watch whatever like the adventure and so i really really hope i can i mean i wouldn't go to qatar i just obviously. want to say so
0: what do you think about qatar no I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: definitely boycotting qatar i wouldn't i wouldn't even think about going um but the um the one after that is being hosted by germany
0: yeah i actually just found this out yesterday because you told me so, and i'm surprised and i'm pumped it's so
1: 2024 it will be. It's not
0: even that far away. Because it was Euro
1: twenty twenty, right? Euro twenty twenty four. We'll be in Germany, and like hopefully we can still get tickets. Like I mean, it's a ballot, right? How
0: long in advance do you have to get the tickets? Like you have you to. The, it's,
1: it's a messy system. It's not, and you could. It could also bankrupt you, because basically <laughs> because you
0: have to buy like twenty. <laughs> you
1: can have, You can buy up to four per game. Yeah. But your chances per to get. Game. Yeah. Okay your chances of getting them are very, very small. Mm. So what most people do is they apply for loads of games mm. and they put a hold on your bank account for the whole amount. Oh. So like there was a moment where I was like 7000 euros, oh. like could have like gone out. But obviously, like we just got bought one game, which was a quarter final, Yeah, because it's random. And then they like, it's not a hold anymore. I don't know how it works. I'm not finance. Mm. But then they just charge you the amount of like And that. what
0: would a ticket cost?
1: Um, actually quite reasonable. Like I'd say a good seat would be 50 euros. Oh, an okay. amazing seat, maybe 90 euros, that's but like it's, it's, a, so it's, it's like, going to a gig. like 200 euros No, that's like a VIP. Like, yeah. Okay. So that. it's just
0: hard to get the tickets in general. Exactly. Because
1: yeah. there's so, so much demand mm-hmm. and I wouldn't, I've never bought a ticket off like a, like off the street or like,
0: yeah. So are they personalized or do you, can you buy them and then sell them again?
1: They, they're personalized. And so like as group leader, so let's say you buy, if I bought with before, you can choose who the other three are and they could swap they have to be with you when you enter the stadium uh-huh, okay. so even if you sell them to like a random if you wanted to sell them online to someone you have to be there with your id the one that's registered so it actually makes it quite hard for you to like sell it because you, you you couldn't you have to be there so you could only really do it once right you couldn't yeah. buy yeah so i think they try their best to limit it but i'm sure there's people who still figure out these yeah okay
0: Woo. Yeah. yeah but as i said that sounds actually amazing, amazing. and i hope we can do this um Maybe in 2024.
1: <laughs> but Henny, do you want to tell people about the current state of the EM? Um, where oh, the teams are, what's happening? Yeah,
0: maybe, maybe we actually need to tell them that maybe there won't be a podcast episode next week because maybe we won't be friends oh, anymore.
1: Oh, no, that's not true. <laughs> well, it could be. <laughs> we might not have a girlfriend by next week.
0: <laughs> no, because I'm not sure if you all watched it yesterday, but Germany drew against um, Hungary which means we came second in our group and play against the first one from the England group. And the England group, like England got first. So England plays against Germany next Tuesday and we are, I don't know. I'm nervous. Sad, uh, sad, sad excited, anxious, nervous.
1: <laughs> I got home last night from the same bar Henny was at and I put on three lines as loud as possible. I sung it in my England shirt. I then went on Amazon, ordered an England flag, ordered an England face paint. You
0: did? Yeah,
1: it's all going to Oh arrive. my God, I, okay. I have definitely to do the same. I'm like... <laughs> Can't be the one who... And it's going to be fun oh. because I would say neither side has really impressed. Like Germany... Uh, haven't I think, class.
0: yeah, the only impressive German game I saw was literally against Portugal. Oh yeah, true, true. That was actually really good. But yesterday I was like... oh
1: no Um, we're out we're
0: out and then you know there was a little surprise and a sneaky sneaky goal And England
1: England have only scored two goals in three games in total
0: yeah okay that's actually like we we gold or we gold we scored a lot of goals um six I think now in total because the first one we didn't do any yeah Yeah. um yeah and you have two yeah and we haven't conceded any but wait, so did you? Yeah, so you won the last game and you drew the last. No, no zero, zero. Yeah, so yeah. we haven't seen it. So ah, right okay. Um,
1: so that tune will in. be
0: excited, and we give away four more seats to our uh-huh. <laughs> to our um, Biergarten.
1: We might, um, maybe we'll do a little live segment from the from the game. It'd be nice. Well, that see, would
0: be nice, just yeah. to
1: see like the vibe and atmosphere <laughs> before before. Maybe the game. we
0: should um, activate our Instagram accounts and actually do a few stories. Uh, that would be nice. Okay. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, but, yeah, we're very excited. Tune in next week and um, see if we're still friends. Bye. <laughs> or if you find a new podcast partner.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in again and listening to our
1: show. <laughs> we love to hear from you. Please keep getting in touch and tune in next week.